Hello, and welcome to 90s Tunes Podcast with Avery and Lena. No clever opening this week, or no, sometimes they're not clever. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, what's the word, like, related opening. Yes. Yeah, I'm like looking at their names, fishing for religion. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're looking at the album Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days in the Life of by Arrested Development. Yes, do you know where they got that name? No. That's how long it took them to get a record deal. Okay. Yeah. Did you, when, what did you think when I chose it? I had no idea what this was when you first chose it. And yeah. then when I started listening, I recognized a couple of songs, the hit songs, like I didn't. Probably recognize Tennessee and Mr. W- Mr. Wendell. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Those two. And then there's Everyday People, or no, People Every Day, which they sample Everyday People by Sly and the Family Stone. Okay, yeah. I noticed a lot of samples on this CD. Oh, I wrote them down that Sly and the, on that song, Sly and the Family Stone. Also, Bob James is sampled on that this. Okay. And he wrote the song Tappin' Z. But he also wrote Angela, which is the theme for the team, TV show Taxi. Oh. Which had... Andy Kaufman in it, and yes. in Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman was played by Canadian Jim Carrey. Oh, so you did have a Canadian connection, as did I, Yes, because Speech, the rapper, was one of the guys in the band. Yeah. He worked with other people, including Eddie Murphy, who was in the movie Shrek, oh. and in the movie Shrek was Mike Myers, who played <laughs> Shrek. Who is Canadian. That's right. There's a lot of other samples, too. People I never really heard of. Minnie Repperton, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote some of them down, but I didn't. some of them I didn't hear of before. Oh, Prince, um, Curtis Blow, James Brown. Uh, That's yeah, just, I was Timothy James was Brown. the three yeah. of those. Yeah, so a lot of samples are like nods to, I guess. Um, yeah, so you mentioned Speech, one of the guys in the band. He was born in Milwaukee. He spent his childhood in Tennessee and then went to Georgia for university where he met Headliner, who was born in New Jersey and went to Georgia, the Art Institute of Atlanta. That's where they met. And then there's a whole other people in the band. It comes and goes. I think it's Speech is the only one who's still in it. Oh, okay. They broke up for a while, I think 96 to 2000, and then got to back to <laughs> together. They just released a song on December 11th of this year, so like five days ago, Hip Hop Saves Lives, featuring Chuck D and Grandmaster Kez, which is, that's not why I chose this. They weren't in my head because of this. They even heard, they like, they won Grammy, Best New Artist, Best New Pop Performance, the Rolling Stone Band of the Year. Spike Lee asked them to write a song for Malcolm X, which they did in 94. Mm-hmm. This was out in 19, March 24th, 1992. They are still touring. They are playing like concerts and shows and headliners. In 2005, they won a contest for Hit Me Baby One More Time. Do you remember that song? Yeah. That, that show where they... Oh, no, I was singing the song. Yeah, I said song. I meant show where they play their biggest hit, which they did, Tennessee, and they do a cover. Oh, I remember, remember that, that show. Because Lover Boy was on it one time. Maybe I, that's who you remember. I remember... Um, Oh, who was oh, in it? Um, we watched it. I know. When you say it, I'm going to remember. Flock of Seagulls. Yes. 
But anyway, they did Heaven by Lost Lonely Boys. Okay. And they're on most influential albums or best albums or uh, a thousand and one albums you you must hear before you die and like top 500 greatest songs of the 90s and like all these things. Yes. And then they had other CDs, but this it seemed like they died down a little. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. And I mentioned that there was a lot of people coming and going. They, I also saw them described as a progressive rap collection. I, I would agree yes. that they're definitely progressive and not what we heard traditionally in rap music, like early 90s rap. Yeah. Definitely pulling away from that. But oh, I can yeah. see why they were like in a movie soundtrack for like Malcolm X. Yeah. They were kind of... A- anti-gangster rap, rap yeah, which was at yeah. the time. And they have some big concepts in on this, like some, not out there concepts, but not stuff you hear generally in music, like people, uh, children of the earth play with dirt, like being natural. Mm-hmm. There's one where they chant marriage. Yeah. Which is not like the songs of the time. No. Um, which one was that? Oh, you. They have fishing for religion, like searching for what the right religion is. Yeah. Definitely a lot of like religious undertones in a lot of the songs. Give a man a fish and he eats for a day and teach a man to fish and he'll live forever. Like even the first uh, song, they they just mentioned like how like soul and which is kind of musical. But yeah, just like mama's always on stage. Like we need kids for this revolution. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they had some great concepts just mr wendell about a homeless man unhoused man Mm -hmm. i think they call him homeless or a hobo at one point in the song okay tennessee was actually written when speech went to his to tennessee for his grandmother's funeral and saw his brother there and very shortly after his brother died of an asthma attack this kind of like to do with that in tennessee Mm. and just it was like at first I listened, I'm like, oh, some songs are kind of boring. But the more I listened, I liked it. And I listened to, and I knew that some of the songs. But when I listened in, with my headphones on, it really made a difference. You could hear all those like Afro beats and the like jazz and the, I don't know, just progressiveness, I okay, guess. Yeah. I felt kind of funky walking down the street listening to it, just like humming away to myself. <laughs> But it was de- it's definitely, um, I can't say on like anything, maybe at the time. Then there were some things like the roots, even early black eyed peas kind of mm-hmm. have this kind of feel, but not these themes. No, no. The themes are definitely not what we're, con- yeah, <laughs> definitely not what we're used to in songs at that time. Yeah. Like, especially with that genre. Like, there are some socially conscious songs out there. Yeah. But they're mostly, like, folk songs or easy listening or light rock. It's not rap with all this, like, different beats. And I found that the beats in the background were really, really good to listen to. Yeah. You had to separate the two, like, the beats from the lyrics to really listen to it, like, to get that message that they were trying to put out. Yeah. Because the beats were so good that I wanted to listen to more of that. But then I had to take that step back and try not to listen to the beats and listen to the lyrics. Which they go hand in hand. Yeah. Even like down, down, 
Dawn of the Dread, sorry, they say, hey, hit me with one of those funky bass lines at the first. Mm. And I heard it also referred to as Southern rap. Okay. So not East Coast, West Coast. It's kind of, um, yeah. And the last song washed away, I wrote, fun percussion slash funky, cool woodwinds. <laughs> I don't know my instruments, <laughs> but the more I listen to it, the more I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. At first, like I said, a little warg and some were like, huh, that's a funny lyric or just like unexpected lyric. But I and I knew, like I said, I knew a couple of songs, but I don't even know if I knew them at the time. But by late 90s, I knew some of the songs. I don't know when if I became aware when it was out or a little bit after. I don't know how I got introduced to Arrested Development. They also and I didn't hear the result of this tried to sue fox for the show arrested development okay and i guess they mentioned that in a couple of episodes Uh, i I never watched the show i couldn't get into it so yeah but i'll have to believe you on that one but i just thought that was a saying arrested development but i don't know because i had heard it before when the show came out from the band and i just i don't know Mm. um did you like it yeah it was all right i feel like it's not your regular but that you no definitely it. not my regular but, but yeah you are right i do appreciate what they what what it was yeah yeah i even wrote the very first song man's final frontier they say that it's not space it's your soul but anyway it reminded me a little bit of the song one's joke in your town that song <laughs> i might have said it more happy than it normally is <laughs> <laughs> But it had that kind of, yeah, okay. but a yeah. different message about it. A little more, a little less violent mm. message. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what I want to say. Because we were used to some, like, rap being socially aware. But these were more positive. Social, like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I chose this. It had been on my mind for a couple of weeks now. So Good. I'm glad you chose it as well. Um, I like something that we usually don't listen to, so. Yeah, and I never heard it, so. Yeah. I want to put Mr. Wendell on the playlist, but if you have a different song, I know Tennessee might be the one that's. No, we can put Mr. Wendell on there. But Mr. Wendell's a really great song. I forgot about it until a couple of weeks ago, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this album did chart in Canada. It peaked at number eight. I, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know the album, so I'm not shocked at how good the album was, but. I'm shocked that maybe I didn't know it a little bit better. And it Based is on how well it how critically acclaimed it was. Yeah. And it sold over two hundred thousand albums in Canada going two times platinum. Yeah. It's not shocking. It was it was really good. I'm mm-hmm. surprised they didn't really get bigger after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the album that I'm going to choose yeah, next I week. I was gonna ask you, I could see you were stalling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not stalling. I had this picked out. I wrote it down oh, already. You wrote it down. You are right. Yes. I often don't write stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> I even I wrote down my Canadian connection. I wrote wow. down next week's album. So. Is it a Canadian album? No, but I already have my Canadian connection okay. for it. We'll find out next week. But we'll, we'll find out the album now, but your connection next week. The album is Return of the Rentals, The Rentals. Huh. Don't know. <laughs> you probably know one of the I songs. I feel like the rental sounds a little familiar, but I'm not sure. So we'll I'll figure it out and we'll talk yeah. about it next yeah. week. 
Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Or or next week are we doing a year end oh, review? Oh yeah, we're going to do our year end review next week and then the week after we'll we will do the rentals. Yeah. I sh- oh, you know what? I want to change my choice now. Do you want to? So we can go back. Since it's like a two week hiatus almost, like till we do another album. I sort of want to do a double album. <laughs> do you want to go back? Think of it. Well, we likely won't listen a lot when we're away, but we might. No, we'll uh, we'll do the rentals. The rentals, yeah. And listen this weekend when we are doing the song by Tall Bachman. Bachman, Bachman so yeah. high. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I chose it. I for, <laughs> I'll learn how to say his name, and yeah, so high. Is I name. thought it's Bachman, but. We'll we'll discuss it later on this Backman week. Backman Turner Overdrive. Bachman Turner Overdrive. We'll figure it out. Oh hey. Okay. okay. <laughs>